Galnet News Digest, 18th of January, 3308. We read the news, so you don't have to. In this week's news, we look at progress in removing Thargoids. We catch up on races and time trials. And we find out if anyone really cares about Zomina's attempt to muscle in on Kane Massey. Four weeks ago, just before Salvation fired his super weapon, 21 systems were suffering from Thargoid incursion. This week, the week in which Aegis is being shut down, there are just 11. But was this the work of Salvation? Can he take the credit? The super weapon, which Ramtar believes uses a powerful electromagnetic pulse to disable Thargoid technology, was deployed by Salvation and Taurus Mining Ventures in three systems in the Pleiades, and it very effectively cleared the Thargoids out. Since then, Salvation has done nothing, yet the number of incursions has been steadily decreasing, not by the deployments of weapons of mass destruction, but by a steady process of attrition by pilots in ships armed with conventional anti-Zeno technology. Salvation cleared out three systems, but in the four weeks following, Independent pilots have cleared out seven. The Thargoids have been putting up a much stiffer fight than usual, with reinforcements arriving continuously, but with a persistent attitude, humanity can still win through. With no new Thargoid incursion since mid-December, and with significant progress to remove the Thargoids from in seven of the remaining 11 systems, we could easily have no systems left under Thargoid incursion by the middle of February. Steady progress is also being made on repairing starports damaged by the Thargoids, with just 14 stations left needing repair or under repair. Salvation has been muttering about coming up with a solution that will wipe out Thargoids forever. And if he doesn't hurry up and deliver it, his super weapon, Mark II, is going to be irrelevant, with no systems left with a Thargoid presence anyway. Unless, that is, Salvation is actually as some people believe, luring the Thargoids to attack human-occupied systems, in which case salvation is part of the problem. With the superpowers setting up their own separate anti-Thargoid navies, it's hard to be sure what role there will be for salvation, yet he seems to be gradually gaining acceptance by many who are willing to help him, and by the superpowers. Perhaps he is right that only he can save humankind. Or perhaps is a menace we will regret having helped in the months and years to come. The Buckyball Racing Club has beaten itself in the race to create new challenges. No sooner had Commander Alec Turner advertised a proposal for a marathon set of races than Commander Brusky jumped in with a joint Buckyball New Pilots Initiative event. And Brusky finished first. The new pilot's hustle was an eight stations in any order you like time trial, incorporating some of the loop-around-the-station acrobatics for which the elite racers are better known. Results have not yet been finalised, but many of the usual names are on the results board, with Shea Blackwood looking likely to take the Open Unlimited Prize, Darplate 94, the Regulation Eagle, Hunter, the New Pilot Special, and Bob Dubrovnik, the Type 9 Heavy Metal Special. 
Meanwhile, the Magic 8-Ball Championship is still in development. It'll consist of eight reruns of classic buckyball races held at monthly intervals throughout 3308. Commander Turner apparently believes that there will be only eight months in 3308, or perhaps he has insider knowledge about when the Horizon cockpit viewers will be replaced by the newer Odyssey version. All of the eight-ball championship races will be run using the Horizon system, partly to make sure that everyone can enter, and partly because the races were originally designed around terrain features as they appear using Horizons. The plan is that an overall season winner will be decided from the top five scores from the eight races. Meanwhile, the Canon Speed Scanning Championship has come to an end, with JJ Goldberg, Alec Turner and Alexa with three X's, each managing to scan an awful lot of vegetables very quickly indeed. They will all receive a lovely Canon medal and a not-so-lovely Canon sample flask, full of Thargoid offal. The attempt by Torval Mining to muscle in on federal territory doesn't seem to be going as well as mummified matriarch Zamina Torval might have wanted. With Kane Massey basing their appeal at Smithport, close to the main star in the Dulos system, it may be that contributors just find it easier to drop off their cargo there, rather than travelling 1,500 light seconds to the pride of Bitterwood. There are no fancy mining lasers on offer this time, just a small discount on mining equipment and inflated prices for gallite, bromelite and samarium, two of which can easily be collected in great quantities from the relatively close pristine A-ring of LFT-65 Planet 4. With only about 1,300 participants in the Kane Massey appeal and half that number helping Torval, it's only a few hours' work to get into the top 25% of either appeal. Meanwhile, the top 75% of the 16,000 participants in the Brewer-sponsored Colonia Bridge Phase 3 initiative will have to wait a bit longer for their frameshift drive rewards. Brewer had inexplicably not anticipated the number of participants and has had to place further orders with Mel Brandon, Felicity Farseer and Elvira Martuk with these handcrafted and extremely hard-to-come-by modules. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to.